Welcome to the Bro Night Podcast, your weekly podcast where we game live and shoot through topics about entertainment news of the day, where disagreement is allowed, opinions are cool, and truth is encouraged. Let's have fun. Here is your host. What's up, everybody? This is Two Bears coming at you live on Mixer. I am joined by my co-host, Christian the Luke Hogan. Justin. Yeah, Justin, a.k.a. Excuse My Ownage. And we are pumped to have my brother, who's all up in the Xbox Twitter community, Chase Nightcrawler. What's up, Bubba? Are you there? Oh, man, pumped up and ready. I did, I did my little, uh, my little scathing, uh, I don't know, that's how I picture a Nightcrawler. To, to be oh, okay. all okay. pissed off I was and just not ready for that. <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Are but you excited? I am pumped up for the I dude, I am pumped up for the first podcast. Uh what's cool is I did a, a little bit of a uh, one off podcast with a bunch of my uh with a couple of my friends from the Xbox community, uh New Newcomb and uh the Ash and Luca. They're two of my uh, best friends from the uh, the uh Xbox Looks like it's podcast community. It was a bit of just a one-off podcast, but uh, I, I... We got Mad Love for Luca and Mad Love. Okay, um, now, we are going to have some awesome topics for y'all tonight. We're trying to find all of our fellow nerds out there and uh, have you come and join us. So, tonight we're going to talk about Xbox One X. And we're going to talk about some pre-orders and the media's reaction, which has been kind of humorous, to say the least. And then we're going to get into some Destiny 2 talk. Then we're going to pull out our chairs and bats for a fun wrestling conversation. Then we'll talk up the awesome fight between Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather, which we were just to watch. And then we're going to get into some iPhone 8 talk. And then we're going to talk with the COD World War II beta, which is a big deal going on right now, and it's going to be an amazing conversation. So we hope you stay tuned or enjoy it on YouTube later. Now, so first up, I wanted to talk about the Xbox One X pre-orders. And, hey, Blake. Uh, yeah. Okay, you cut out for a long second. I just cut back in. I was just making sure I was here. Okay. Did y'all hear everything that I was saying? I heard you for a while. Then you went out. Yeah, you went out too. I've been hearing oh, Blake man. the whole time, bro. So if you're dude, dude I, I talked for like, I talked for like ten minutes straight. <laughs> hey, get your anti. All good. Weapon. Oh, for sure, we got one in the middle. I already died. Uh. Okay, so what do y'all think about the fact that the Xbox One X? has become uh, the fastest selling pre-order in Xbox history. I think that's pretty amazing. Oh, I'll say it's a long time coming. I'm extremely excited about it because, <sighs> and you know, it's funny. It, it's, it's just a slap in the face to me, to the biased media that has been out there um, mm-hmm. that we have all 
I guess, beat the proverbial dead horse to death about, but it's just how it's been, man. Like, if you're an Xbox fan, you've been kind of like having to take a back seat to the PlayStation fan in some ways, except for the actual fan that has been playing his Xbox and goes, oh, wait, I enjoy my Xbox. What? You know, mm -hmm. wait, wait, you're saying I shouldn't like my Xbox. Oh, wait, no, I do like it, okay? But, um... Yeah, so I, I just uh, I think it's a testament to the plan that X, the team at Xbox has had for a long time. Yeah, um, for and sure. I think that really, if you have more places to play, they're oh, I'm, I'm, like to me, everything Microsoft doing is great. They're trying to bring the gamer together. They're trying to make crossplay a thing on games that it makes sense on. They're trying to whether it's rock cars or Minecraft or whatever. Yeah. Um. So. It's it's a it's a good thing, man. We're, they're trying to make it to where it's a place for gamers to play and have more gamers to play with, and that's a wonderful thing. The cool thing about the Xbox One X pre-order specifically is the fact that we're going to all be you know having uh, updated console hardware. We've been kind of like the uh, stepchild as far as even graphically speaking. Even though it's really not that huge of a difference, it's it's still they've made it a big difference. And now that we have the the better side, the upside of that difference, mm -hmm. now it's time to uh, see. You know, I think it's a good thing for the market. I think that they're going to have to come out with a lot better games as far as on the PlayStation side, just to match it. You know, um, games that maybe I am interested because in, I'm not really interested in what they got now, just not. Um, so. But anything, but just a system that makes all my games better, and the fact that it's selling out, and it's sold out, and the fact that this month in September they've already announced that they're going to uh, announce pre-orders for the regular One X. You know, they said, oh, don't don't believe in all the console hype with the pre-orders because, you know, that was just for the uh, that was just for the uh, console for the One uh, X uh, Project Scorpio edition. And yeah, it's true. And they said there's only 500,000 of those out in the wild. Well, I don't know about that because there was an awful lot of them. But uh, oh, yeah. that, that's basically what I think about about it, man. I, I think that it's uh, it's getting an unfair shake by the media who has to change their narrative more than anything. Yeah. I think that they've had the same narrative for so long that now it's like, oh man, I, we have to. Uh, yeah. We have to actually say something good about Xbox now. Man, yep, I've been so fixated. Yeah, I've been so fixated for so long that I'm actually going to be uh, having to say something positive about this console that's coming out. There's an awful lot of pre-orders. I think the narrative is slowly changing. Many podcasts, many people in the community that know what the fuck they're talking about have seen that change happen. And yeah, I'll, I'll get some. I've talked for, for too long, but uh. Uh, I will say that uh, I'm, I'm pumped up. I'm glad I got my Project Scorpio edition, and I am uh, I'm ready for the pre-orders, man. I'm ready. Day I'm ready, one, baby. I'm ready for I'm ready for November seventh, or actually sixth, I guess technically because I'm getting eleven o'clock on the sixth. I'm ready to hopefully get that next dial for work and kick that ass on some uh, games. I'm gonna nerd out all night long and check out a bunch of different games, whether it's enhanced or not, and see. Oh man, that looks better, and I know uh -huh. it's gonna be like that. That's what I'm excited about. I am ready to see the games that are enhanced almost as much as I am to play new games, if not more, maybe. I'm very excited. I can't believe Oh, no that, doubt. Uh, yeah, it's just amazing that so many markets. I mean, I saw Amazon 
in several countries ran out of orders. Like Best Buys, mm -hmm. all were sold out. Uh, a lot of games. Not just the US of A, where it's out of. Yep, and I think that's I think that is changing. I think the market is changing the narrative. So I'm excited about that, dude. Mm -hmm. Christian, Justin, anything y'all want to say about Xbox One X? I just think, honestly, for me, I mean, I'm not. I mean, for me, I'm not gonna buy it day one. Manage yeah. because I don't have the money right now to buy yeah. it day one. But um, going back to what Chase said about the media biased. Uh, it's just when people see success in other consoles for so long, they want to hate that console because people hate everyone else having accept success except for them. Like for the PlayStation, like I mean, this is like one of the, like like you said, it is sold out, sold out in almost all the countries that are offering this console. Yeah, the French is, is sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you, like, you saw it, like, the day that you went to pre-order the Scorpio edition, they had three left. There was only four left. left, yeah, three or four yeah. left the day I went to. There was only three, there was three left in the whole store. And, uh, and the, 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 you know, most people go, oh, that's not that impressive. Well, guess what? We live in a little country podunk town yeah, that usually real. I don't have to stand in the line to get a game. I don't have to stand in the line to get this. Exactly. Unless it's a the most hype, hype Call of Duty or whatever of all time. Like, very rarely do I have to actually fret about the waiting in line process. And with this game, or with this uh, console, I mean, I was lucky enough to have my wife actually go, uh, get it for me so I could uh, watch some SummerSlam, which is another topic we'll get into later. Yeah. Uh, with, with my bros, all my bros here, we, we had a great night. Uh, excuse my honest, Justin, uh, he had us over graciously, and uh, yeah, we, had, we had a fun time, man. Yeah. And uh, watching uh, Braun Strowman break that uh, Brock Lesnar ass. Uh -huh. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. But, uh, yeah, man, so I, I'm, I'm grateful that I got my Project Scorpio edition. It's one of those things. You know, you didn't even know about it enough to even know that you wanted it, but now that you know you're gonna get it, it's kinda like hell to the yeah. You know? Yeah, Absolutely. Pretty much. Well hey, this hey, wave this wave completion is a good time to switch our topic. Do y'all wanna talk about let's talk about some destiny too here. So uh, Oh man. At least as of right now. I don't believe that anyone said anything about HDR support for the Xbox One X or, or S, but mm -hmm. I think the Pro is confirmed at launch, but the actual PS4 yeah, is post-launch, so yes. that's interesting. But that was on a you know a PlayStation trailer, so I think we need to take that into consideration. <laughs> like that's. You know, they're not necessarily mm -hmm. going to advertise that on a PlayStation trailer, which that's understandable. But, uh, well, COD World War II uh, has HDR support on the beta, and that was one of the things yeah. that was so big. It's like, oh, COD World War II's not going to have an Xbox One X uh, enhanced, and oh, it's not even going to have HDR on the Xbox One again. Oh, no. And that, that's me. I'm not saying like, you know, like everybody else, that was me. I was the guy that was pissed off because I was mm -hmm. like, ah. But now it's actually confirmed. Like, we've been playing the beta a couple days now, and yeah, um, they do actually have HDR on it. So I don't think it's going to be one of those things because Bungie has come out and said, oh, no, day one, it's not going to be a feature. That's where it's different. But 
that does give me hope to think it's going to come to the Xbox One S. Because it is the same company. And it's Blizzard, so we'll see, man. Blizzard is usually good about doing their consumers. Now, they do... <laughs> They uh they kick uh they they get their money there ain't no doubt about it yeah they, they you know with World of Warcraft whatever they charge sixty bucks you know everybody talks about Destiny DLC costing forty bucks or twenty bucks instead of fifteen well dude look at World of Warcraft it's sixty bucks every time an expansion comes out man I mean they're 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 just using that same market for yeah content, if you basically. like it you'll pay for it I mean that's exactly that's man and so and if you have a good quality what it, product what it is. it's worth it oh yeah dude. That's what, uh, that's no called doubt. capitalism <laughs> right there. I will say, uh, I played, I think I'm like one of the only ones here that actually played the beta. Yeah, tell I know us about the beta. Y'all got I played so, it. I, I played the beta. Well, oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Good, good. Um, I, I know y'all were really burned out by the, um, the first one. Not that it was a bad game necessarily, but no. just the way that their overall marketing was set up, it kind of turned y'all off to the game. And I do respect that because I was the same way. But I went back and played the complete edition and had, and still I actually played some today. It's, it's having fun with it. Um, it's really good multiplayer and all that. To me, Call of Duty, or not Call of Duty, Destiny 2 does not rewrite the book. It doesn't rewrite the Destiny book, but it changes a couple things to feel like a more smooth experience. That's good. Um, and I tell you what, one little thing that a lot of people haven't really discussed very thoroughly, it's something I'm very, very much about graphics. I'm very much about the overall beauty of the colors, and that's why I love HDR so much. I have a TV that's compatible with it. Um, Destiny 2 colors, man, I, I, like we were in something that kind of looks like the Black Garden. I don't know if y'all remember the end Yeah, game. yeah, I remember Black Garden. Yeah, yeah, uh, that like sea green kind of look of it. Uh, there was a strike on there um, on Destiny 2 that had that sea green look, and it was so pretty. It had the just some of those beautiful colors, and it was just absolutely gorgeous. Um, and uh, I, I was like, the, the it was beautiful, and the lighting was just crazy improved on it, and I was just like. Wow, this is so beautiful. But I know with the head HDR, it would be better. Yeah. And I'm just hoping they, like, actually kind of bring... I hope they, like, kind of back up. You know, they're, right now, they're just kind of like, well, we're looking into a 4K the 1X, and we're kind of looking at HDR and all that. But they're not saying... They're just saying we're looking at the launch consoles right now. <laughs> but that excludes the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. Yes, um, with HDR support. I think it's a mistake, but I also think it comes down to the crunch time and how long it takes them to uh, develop a game. Like Activision was really pushing them to get this game out this year. They were hardcore pushing. By the way, there's some guys middle uh, pushing up. We, we want to jump on. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, yeah, so I think it came down to crunch time, and I think it's a feature they actually were looking at. I don't think it's a thing like like the media is kind of making out to me where they're getting caught with the pants down, so to speak. Mm -hmm. uh, but I do think that it is a shame that it isn't there at launch for the 1S. Because I'm a 1S owner. I'm primarily getting Destiny 2 to get me through because it's going to be a great new game to play while I'm waiting on the One X to, yeah. to launch. And then, so I've, I've, I've uh, yeah, so that, that's pretty much uh, okay. 
My thoughts on that. Well, thing. Justin, on are, what HDR. about? Are you gonna be? What's your thoughts on Destiny 2? Just from the outside, are you gonna be picking it up based off, you know, your experience in Destiny 1, or are you maybe gonna get it later down the road? Let us know what you're thinking about. Pass on it for a while, anyways, until maybe it's a really good sale. And the reason why is because Destiny 1, or when Destiny, I should say. When it launched, I was addicted to it for about a month or two, and uh, yeah. it's just new and entertaining. And then I got burned yeah. out extremely quick. Quit yeah. the game, didn't even pick it up until the Taken King came out. Taken King, I just feel like it's the same situation. Beat the game, okay, I'm done. I mean, beat the final boss, and mm -hmm. I just couldn't get into it. So, it, yeah. In fact, I think what really opened was a big red flag for me, like GameStop, Best Buy. Uh, I think even uh, Walmart when they started their trading, they wouldn't even accept the Taken King for a trade-in. Um, wow. I think yeah. GameStop finally did, but it's like literally a dollar. So, really, it's just uh -huh. kind of, I guess. <laughs> it also yeah, so, a huge decrease in everything. So yeah. So based on I will the be passing of, on it. Yeah, I think I am too. Well, the, my take on it. So obviously, from what you were saying, and you do have a lot of knowledge about like our local market here um i think the principles of supply and demand you know obviously since you couldn't even trade it in there wasn't a very great demand for that game because they had so many people that did trade it in so that's why you was only getting a dollar or nothing you know so um yes and, and i think what i told chase already is like if i do get it i think i'm gonna probably wait about a year so i can just buy the expansion that already has everything and is the same price or cheaper you know than the freaking game comes out originally like that's that's kind of how the taking king was i actually enjoyed it more the second time but i but yeah. it was stupid because i bought it you know then i sold it and then i bought it again and i really don't like doing that so i think i'm just gonna i think i'm just gonna wait what well, uh, my opinion is on there's no wrong answer there, yeah you know, yeah, that. yeah there is no wrong our... like, like hey, there's a couple things i want to add okay like justin is not wrong like everything he said was yeah, absolutely right like that That's there true. were things that he said that i felt the same way I, I you know honestly the only reason i gave destiny a second chance is because i was the best buy gamers club unlocked and I got the t the, uh, the not Taken King, but if y'all know the Iron ba the uh, Iron Bear, the Iron Lords DLC, I don't know what it was called. It came out the, the one right after Taken King, the last DLC. Uh, it came out in the complete edition for sixty bucks. Well, I was like, no, dude, there ain't no way I'm getting that. Well, about three months later, that's why. Guess what? It was thirty bucks on sale on one of their like flash sales, and I got it with Gamers Club Unlocked for twenty five bucks. So I was like, you know what? Destiny was at least fun enough to do that. Even the multiplayer is at least fun yeah. enough to do that. Hey guys, we gotta take out these mortars. Uh, okay. Let's uh, do it. So, you know, when it comes to what Justin's saying, I, dude, I agree. Like, like, great game, but there was only so much content there to kind of keep you busy and go, whoa, is that it? You know, I've, I've done this, this, and this. Uh, the complete edition fixed a lot of that problem for me. Obviously, until you get like max level, but it takes. I'm still not max level. It still takes a lot longer than it used to. Um, but it's still as more satisfying. They really looked at it, broke that game down, and made it better in the complete edition. But by the time you got there, you've spent hundreds of dollars into a game that you've only halfway liked. You know, you you love it and you want to really like it, but it's kind of like, eh, 
you know, you, you could have done more for me sooner, kind of thing. Um, I think that's an issue they're fixing with Destiny 2. I think it's it's awesome. Right out the gate, they're going to have 80 story missions. Wow. And I love the story missions. So that's, that's I got, awesome. It's 80 plus. Yeah. Um, the, uh, which, is, which is really cool. They wanted to make a point. They said, the developer said, I want you to get sick of how much story we're actually throwing at you in this game. That has been our primary focus. Um, they have uh, stuff that's similar to patrols, like the way patrols do. They, they do have the classic patrols, you know, where you just farm rep kind of thing. Um, but they also have a new system where you go, like, you can actually solo mini-bosses and stuff. And that stuff's fun, you know, like, the, the, the MMO fan in me, like, really looks forward to doing yeah. something like that. Left side heavy. Felt. It does have uh, MMO but, elements of kill. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not cookie cutter MMO no. by, by any means, but it is the closest thing you're gonna get to a real MMO experience. Yeah, at least in, right now, uh, in yeah. our console space yeah. or PC. If you play on PC, it's not, but it's just a fun game. It is fun, and I I do think it would be smart if you get it to get the expansion pass edition. Um, but that's only gonna cover, the, and that's the same problem with the other game. That problem would be a problem if the content was fun enough, but the content, there's only so much there, and then it's kind of like, eh. Yeah. You know? So, uh, the content seems to be kind of catching up to that to make it worthwhile. Um, but we're, it's yet to see. It's, it's one of those things. I'm getting it day one. I already have it pre ordered. Oh, yeah. I need it Several new titans. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have new titans in the middle. We gotta kill. Um, but I got it. I'm gonna really enjoy it. And what's cool is, if I get far enough when y'all do eventually pick up the game, if they do do, you know, the Xbox One X edition um, of it, which I, I do believe that they eventually will. I really think yeah. they're stupid for not. If it sells as well as they're thinking it is, and as just even by the way pre-orders have had such a fast start, um, you know, I, I, I do look forward to playing with y'all. Oh, but yeah. The great thing about it is, is they've made solo play better. Like, there's looking for groups at the raids. I don't have to go, well, I can't get the in-game content because I can't find a teammate. No, it's because if I don't find a teammate, it's literally because I didn't do the LFG system. I was too shy. Yeah. You know, pretty much. So, um, I saw on that's, Twitter that's how I think about it. that Aaron Hey, Christian, Greenberg. on this game mode, Bubba, you need to uh, buy some turrets. Uh, yeah. Put them out if you, if you got it. All right. I know yeah, you have I don't think you've played this game mode yet. But, uh, but, hey, man, good job on surviving that wave. I think they, they brought it, man. They brought it. I'm sorry, Blake. Yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, yeah, no. I was just kind of like, keeping hey, the gameplay going. Hey, this is an interactive right podcast, so we're playing while we're oh, talking. Oh, yeah. I, I like that. You know, it's cool. No, I saw Aaron Greenberg on Twitter uh, said that they're going to have a live stream with Marlon Wayans on, which, you know, one of the Wayan brothers. So I think that'll be really funny. And, be good for Xbox players too, you know, to maybe get them to want to buy Destiny too. So that's really neat. But um, now who is like the Wayland Brothers? You know the for, these I don't did, know. Uh, white chicks and stuff like the real funny oh, brothers. Okay. Yeah, they're okay. freaking hilarious. The Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, no, old kidding. school, bro. Um, okay, so let's get into one before we move on. Okay, okay. Um, before we move on, because I, quick, bro. We gotta so what I had to say, uh, um, what I think about Destiny 2 is like I played the beta, and I'm a first-time Destiny player, like because mm -hmm. I never got this first one. I really oh, that's think a cool perspective. It's, 
Mm-hmm. It, I say it's really cool to me because for someone who's never doesn't even know what the story yeah. is about, I played the story and I fell in love with like the whole storyline of it. You know, okay. all the weapons and the the multiplayer. Well, not necessarily the multiplayer. I'm still trying to work out. Tad, it's way faster paced than Destiny One multiplayer was, yeah. and I like it. I know That's it's awesome, 30 dude. frames still, but dude. Anybody that has played the Destiny 2 beta can attest to that. They've added SMGs and like faster type weapons to make it feel like a faster experience. It does yeah. feel quick. It feels fast. It feels blistering paced, even though it's 30 frames, which is crazy because I'm kind of like, I know this is 30, but these people are making me really try hard right now. You know, and uh, you know, that was really fun. I think y'all would enjoy playing that with us. Me and Nuka, yeah. Nuka played it together and had a blast. Um, but uh, yeah, to Christian's it's point on the, on the story, uh, the story has—it's a cool story. It's kind of like you know Halo One to Two. Like Halo One was all about the adventure. Halo Two is oh shit, they're attacking our home now. We got to defend Earth. Well, that's what Destiny Two's kind of doing in, in, yeah, to me in a weird way. I saw way. that on the trailer. It's like. It's time to finish the fight. No, uh -huh. uh, it's time to defend home. We we got the tower. It's time to take the tower back. That's a that to me. That's a better story than just let's explore this new beautiful place that we have. And what is the darkness? That, that's a cool story. <laughs> We're facing adversity now. They're cool. they're answering the questions that Destiny One kind of had. Whereas yeah. Destiny 1 is a lot more of a complete experience now if you play it now. That's like, I, dude, I haven't wanted to play another game solo in days. And that's like, the only difference is there's like raid. I would like to do the raid for the in-game content. Well, Destiny 2's fixing that problem. There's a lot of things. And you don't have to go back to the tower to find a quest. There's going to be quest lines out in the wilderness now, which is more like a traditional yeah. MMO, yeah. which is great. You know, yeah. like I'm, I'm hyped for it, bro. I, I think they did a really good job. They didn't just sit there and go, well, we're going to use the same exact everything. Like, they did improve. Uh, I don't know if they improved the engine necessarily, but they did improve definitely the uh, lighting and the, the way shadows cast the wall, that kind of thing. I think it's all yeah. stuff that's going to look phenomenal on Xbox One X if they decide to do it. And I do think that they're going to, because I do, and I think it's going to be based solely on sales. I think they're going to sell enough of the console to actually do that. If not, right then, Holiday's going to be huge. I think Holiday's going to be a lot bigger than they expect, but because they're going to be some great deals. You know, I know that's what Justin's kind of waiting on, some stellar deals, man. And Justin's all about nothing, the bargain. There's no wrong answer. When, dude, there's nothing wrong. Oh, there's yeah. not a wrong answer on that, bro. <laughs> there is not a wrong answer on that. Hey, we that had Snow One S. Snow One EST join our chat and say hi. So, what's up, man? What's up, Snow? How you doing? What's hey, tell your what friends. Girl? It might be. What's up, chick? Hey, we're all it's Bro Night Podcast. Even <laughs> yeah, man, we want to be interactive. We don't want to ignore our chat, man. We we're not just gonna give a blanket statement and go, "Hey, guys, yeah, thanks for joining the chat." We want to actually get to know y'all guys and, and interact. That's what the the vision of this podcast is all about. And if you even want to game with us, hit us up, man. We're yeah. all on Xbox Live. Yeah, Game are on here. Come on, They're, they should be linked below. I'm pretty sure they are. Hit me up on Twitter, whatever, man. Let's do this. Let's do the damn thing, man. It's, it's fun. That's, that's what it's all about, man. It's yep. getting, getting in the community of gamers. That is what the Bro Night Podcast is all about, man. And I love it. It's, it's exciting. It's a fun time to be a gamer. 
let's all get into it together, man. That, that, that's what I'm all about. And, uh, yeah, man. And I just want to say, yeah, thanks for stopping in. Tell your friends. Hit us up on Twitter, like he said. Okay, guys, let's pull out our batting chairs, get your favorite sting mask and jacket on, and let's talk about some wrestling real quick. Uh, let's, let's, uh, I guess let's first let's talk about the SummerSlam and maybe what all's going on in the environment of wrestling, if you will, right now. And uh, I enjoyed SummerSlam greatly. Nick's left. I thought SummerSlam was actually really cool. So, um, Chase, Christian, y'all are the wrestling experts around here. Do y'all want to talk about uh, no. things you're excited and what's expert. going on? I'm excited for what SummerSlam. I thought SummerSlam, because it seems like there's two pay-per-views, even though they say there's four big pay-per-views. The, the, the two, to me, the two, uh, the things that I take away, our harvester got destroyed. The, the things I took away from SummerSlam were they were setting, like usually it's a payoff paper, whereas all the storylines up to that point, all the good guys are going to win, so to speak, except yeah. for maybe one or two storylines. This time it was, hey, let's set up for WrestleMania to me, like in May, next May. They are set up big, but I never expected it to be what it actually was, and that is, man, they're sending a big time for payback, which is usually a smaller pay-per-view. But um, they're setting up something that I think is as big as Sting Hogan in today's wow. day and age. It's not as big, but I mean, uh, I'm talking about Roman Reigns versus John Cena. Now, I would have thought it would be even bigger than that. Mm -hmm. uh, but John Cena absolutely buried that ass. He absolutely buried Roman Reigns, <laughs> like in a good way. He made Roman Reigns kind of like dig deep and actually have to go off script. Roman Reigns always sticks to the script so much that he isn't even believable. And that's his main yeah. problem. I will say, though, in ring-wise, if you're talking about him in the ring fighting a guy, he always puts on hellacious shows, always, you he know, is always at the house shows. You know, I mean, me and Blake were at Monday Night Raw in Little Rock, Arkansas a couple months back, and... It was lit. Dude, they ended the show, and when he speared, like, everybody booed him when he came out, but by God, when he hit that spear, everybody was lit, man. It was like, yeah, dude, that was awesome. So, I mean, <laughs> that, that's one thing I'm excited about, what SummerSlam sled up, set up. Um, the pay-per-view itself with SummerSlam, the match of the night that I looked forward to... I would say the AJ Styles Kevin Owens match because it was so built up was really yeah. good, and the main event. Those are the only two matches that I really were lit for. Uh, AJ Styles is one of my favorite of all time. I really wanted Samoa Joe to win the main event. Uh, I knew he probably wasn't. It wasn't like it didn't feel like the right time yeah. for him. Um, but I will say, it was awesome to see. But I, I did I did say I told I talked to Crap Gamer. Um, he's pretty big in the Xbox community. Yeah. He's also a very big wrestling fan. Oh, that's cool. Um, I didn't know that. I talked to him about wrestling, and he said, man, I want Truman to win. And I told him that day, like before the paper ever started, I said, bro, I said, this is going to set up the Bron Strowman, Brock Lesnar, Beast versus uh, Sasquatch guy, you know, in Braun Strowman <laughs> kind of thing. 
Hey, I will say, and, uh, SummerSlam, yeah, it was awesome to see somebody throw Brock Lesnar like a rag doll. I mean, that was, Made I don't look care like who you are, uh, that was pretty cool. Which, hey, if you would have watched a little bit before SummerSlam, uh, Mojo got injured, and it changed storylines. Um, it was really great, though, to see all four of those Roman Reigns. Christian and Chase, we can't have y'all both talking this time ago. Can y'all hear each other? And then you have Brock Lesnar, who is just a freaking, you know, beast. He's the beast. Yeah. And so it sets up a good four-way, man. It sets up a unique heavyweight four-way. You know, usually you have one quick guy, one this, that. It was all heavyweights, baby. It was all anybody can win the fight kind of thing. And with Brock Lesnar being there, and as big as he's been hyped up, it's really spectacular that he was put in that position. Um, and that's all I got to say about it. I was hyped for the match. I was really freaking excited to see how Braun Strowman showed on Raw the following night that, hey, I got your number. I can suplex you and slam you on the map, even if you're looking right at me. That makes me go, damn. Now I've got to watch Payback because not only am I going to be seeing Roman's, Roman Reigns versus John Cena after that hellacious promo they yeah. cut last Monday night, but I could see Braun Strowman and freaking uh, Brock Lesnar, man. It's two legitimate beasts going at it. Like, bro, that's awesome. I, like, yeah. the, another thing I told Crack Gamer was, dude, I am getting so excited because all the little pay-per-views are getting just as good as the big pay-per-views, if not better. They're producing better matches. I agree. Now, I've man. gone on too long about the uh, SummerSlam thing, but I will say Let's... that uh, I am pumped up about where the story mode is. Mm-hmm. and uh, Or story mode, God, I'm going to be okay. The but where the story is going. Yeah. yeah, the writing is getting decent. Um, there's matches I'm actually compelled to see, and that keeps me subscribed to the WWE Network. Only 999. There you go. There's a, <laughs> okay, there's a shameless story. Is there endorsement. anything you would like to say about uh, the current wrestling environment. I like to say that the way that they're doing with Braun Strowman is what I love most about it because they are putting him against one of the baddest dudes in all wrestling. Almost. Because yeah. this man, because Mark Lesnar, he took out the streak, the legendary streak, hashtag RIP Undertaker. Um, and he and I've heard stories about how he was recruited from a strongman competition back in like so and so back when he uh I think I think it was like before the Wyatts were like there but uh yeah I think I like the way they're doing it I like how SummerSlam set up their feud of how like uh, it's like, oh, like, he, sh- like, Strowman, like, strong on Lesnar, you know, he threw him around, he, like, he put him through all the announce tables, that's what, like, got me hyped up for it. It's like, holy crap. It's like, holy crap. Like, he got strong armed by, like, someone, a new guy, you know, like, like, everyone knows Lesnar, he's the baddest dude on the planet. You know, you wouldn't think of, you wouldn't think someone ever do that to someone who took the streak and broke Taking it the over his knee. 
They're right in the middle of it. Yeah. Oh, but, I uh, shield. Woo! I'm personally loving three enemies, guys. I'm surprised. I know just, uh, Chase never mentioned this, but um, Jinder Mahal was really surprising to me of how he's made his comeback into wrestling. Oh, it's huge. You know? Yeah. Good point, bro. Great point. Because uh, we all know him. All you hardcore wrestling yeah. fans that were there back in when 3MB was created, how he slittered Drew McIntyre and uh, him were all in um, a uh, three-way team. And, um, and it was just crazy because... I I never saw him in a long time. Then I, all of a sudden he comes out of nowhere. It's just like, oh, Jinder Mahal has just gotten, he got insanely ripped. Like that's the first thing I noticed about him. Like mm -hmm. he, like, like he became a big, big man. That's like awesome, he became dude. a big man like right off the bat. That's he what was, was like a cruiserweight. <laughs> Damn near. And that's what's in crazy. Like same way with Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre was in the same thing, but he went to uh, other like indie companies, and he came out of it like he came Cortana, back into NXT <laughs> and came out and became Sorry, one of the top tiers of that. All they need to do is kick Heath Slater out and bring him back, and maybe he'll be a top star for once in his life. So I mean, <laughs> that's awesome, bro. Well, yeah, that's uh, what I think about that. Let's say, is it time for next topic? A lot of dead noise here. Yeah, dude. Now, Christian's talking. I don't know if you can hear him. but uh, Now, let's talk about the McGregor-Mayweather fight, because that was epic. Uh, I just want to say, oh, man. I'm going to give my take, and then let's let, Justin, let's let Justin chime in. I think that it was way more entertaining than I thought it was going to be originally. So in that way, I was very pleasantly surprised, and I thought it turned out really cool. And uh, I think Mayweather was playing the slow game, and I think experience and conditioning won the day, mostly experience. Like, I mean, I think Mayweather knew what he was doing, man. He, he started stalking McGregor later on, and you could just tell. He was like, more experienced, and it showed. It showed, uh, yeah. Uh, but, Justin, let you want to chat that fight up, man? Talk about it for a few minutes? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, first off, I had to let everybody know, I did not spend $100. I watched it for free. Thank you, Twitter. <laughs> on Twitter. And everybody else. We love Twitter. Doing the illegal showing. Shout yeah. out to Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. Here's the thing, man. I will give Mayweather, <laughs> even though people give him crap for dancing, he is, if you know, 51 and 0. count the fight with his wife in the bedroom. I had to. I just had to. But you had to go there, Justin. Nobody really. Well, I say nobody. A lot of people didn't take into consideration. That was Conor McGregor's first boxing match ever. A professional boxing match ever. And he went 10 rounds with a legend. Yeah, that's impressive. That alone. With a man who's never been that's beaten. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And all really Who has never been knocked down. That's what I heard. That's right. UFC, as everybody knows, there's... There's five rounds, and that's in the championship title. Boxing is 12. 
truly believe if Conrad Gregor was able to keep up his stamina, stamina. on yeah. par with Mayweather's, he'd have been fine. I think that's where I know he tried to prep for Conor McGregor. Yes, he did. He did, and he could just tell by, I would say, around the sixth round, I was starting to question how he's doing. Uh -huh. Definitely the eighth, I was like, he's winded. And Mayweather was completely facing that to happen, and that's, I mean, that is exactly what happened. Mayweather said around the eighth round, he's going to come at him. And uh, he did. He did exactly that. Hey, it was just big ass shots too, man. And, and just ate him for lunch. So hey, we got Grant. She's that made me go. Yeah. Sorry, I just got back. Gonna go wee. Oh yeah, man. It's all good. No, Justin, I, I yeah, agree. Man. And that's what's crazy is, I mean, McGregor is a specimen of a man, and to, to still be lacking conditioning, I mean, that just shows you how physically fit boxers are. I mean, that's impressive. It might be more boring to watch the MMA, but by God, you gotta respect some aspects. You do, no doubt. You do definitely yes. gotta respect them, man. And speaking of that, Chase, if it was MMA, I probably would have hosted it at the Hassan Crib. But and I would have bought money to watch it. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, since it was boxing prelims, I had no well, desire hey. to uh, to purchase pay per view. Yeah. Uh, that, that was a weak ass prelim, in my opinion. Yeah. And I'm not even. I'm, well, I'm a loose boxing fan. Hey guys, we gotta take that mortar quick pass in the Okay. Justin's right by him, I think. So, you'll get him. And uh, I yeah. forgot, but I'm going to unveil it here. I had some wrestling jokes uh, for us, for our wrestling topic. Oh, I'm gonna read those because I love. <laughs> Adding a little bit of humor into the class. Okay, so here's here it goes. Joke number one, brother. If Scott Steiner became a religious leader, what would his name be? Oh wow, I have no idea. Big Papa Pope. Yes. <laughs> what else did I right? Okay, okay. Why does Vince want to go to heaven? Why? Because he has no chance in hell. No chance in hell. <laughs> I, <knew that>. yes. <laughs> uh, I feel like we're doing the dad joke YouTube videos right dude, now. Dude, so. I love dad jokes. Dad jokes. That's my, that is my forte. The older I get, the better I get at dad jokes, man. My game is strong, bro. Okay, here we go. Why does Jim, or how does Jim Ross like his coffee? Um, hold on, hold on. Let me think about this. One. Okay, okay. Let me think. How does Jim Ross like? Broken in half. <laughs> That's a good answer. Yes. <laughs> okay. Is that the real yeah. answer? No. Here, here's the answer. Soko, Soko, Soko. Yes. Let's do Okay. Why can't Dolph Ziggler go to the gas station? Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> because he always okay, carries matches. Last one here. Uh, Rob it's funny because Okay, Rob Van Dam and Sabu get in a car. Crying, Who's driving? <laughs> the police. Sorry. <laughs> 
Okay, if you understand wrestling, that is actually freaking hilarious. <laughs> because him and Sabu always getting baked. I love those jokes. I thought y'all would like those, so I love having a little. Those are all really good. Yes. Oh, hashtag blessing. Thank you, sir. Dude, that. Like, seriously, that just made my whole. That just everything. made my day. That made the whole podcast, Labor Day awesome. edition of the Bro Night Podcast. It really did. Oh my god. Wow. Well, I am glad. Yes, and this is a special Labor Day edition. We want to do like a late night show for you guys and, you know, y'all can join the chat, hit us up, have fun with us. I mean, that's the whole idea because we're going to be doing it anyway, so we wanted to make a cool cast out of it. And now... Strictly speaking to the, sorry, strictly speaking to the YouTube people that catch the replay, yeah. shout out to y'all. Thank you for, for tuning in. Yes. We're, we're doing the live version of this right now, but, but thank you for tuning in and, and watching the replay on YouTube. Absolutely. We do definitely want to get a following there, and hopefully that following will help our live following. We want to uh, be an interactive show. We want to uh, be able to game with y'all even, or even have... Guess, my, my goodness, why not? You know, oh, we're yeah. doing it. We're doing it live, motherfucker. We're doing we it have already talked with some really cool Xbox community members and friends of ours, and we're gonna have some really cool guests coming up for y'all in the near future. So just stay tuned, guys. Um, now, guys, let's talk Titanfall 2 for a little bit since that's what we are. Doing. Um, we have had a blast on it lately. I mean, I've had a lot of fun doing this. And we've been playing Attrition, and if you haven't played Frontier Defense Mode yet, you're just not living right. You need to get, you need to have experiences in your life. Because this it's Frontier Defense is awesome, guys. It's so fun. And, um, you know, it, it reminds me of my childhood, because my brother and I love watching Gundam Wing as kids. Oh, yeah. And this. Hero Yue. Yes. Hero! <laughs> this uh, this totally scratches one of those itches, man. It's, thing, it's just great. Um, and we've been able to play with a lot of our friends from the community. If you would like to play this with us, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up in the chat, YouTube comments, leave your gamer tag, and we will totally be down to do that. I mean, I would be honored to have some friends. Grimy brew. Yeah. And uh, let's talk about our Titans that we love to use, guys. Like, I'll go first, and then y'all can go. I love using the Tone Titan because uh, his cannon is just amazing, and he has a really cool mm. shield. And the I bet uh, you Brittany likes your cannon too. Oh yeah, and uh, and the homie oh. cannon, uh, and the is glorious. Shout out, Brittany. I love you. Sorry. Shout out to my fiance, Brittany. She's the bomb. Yeah, and, uh, and shout out to Patrick Martin. I love him. Okay, we love Patrick Martin. Okay, oh, now guys, to watch Chase, Patrick. talk about your uh, Scorcher real quick and what you like about him. Man, honestly, uh, I like him. I don't know why. Like, I, I, when it first, when the game first came out, I saw a video that broke down all the different titans, all the new ones, all the old ones that had new spins, that kind of thing. The Scorcher was just like this freaking, like I've always been the guy that was just like, okay, if you're going to make me choose between Skir Squirtle, Bulbasaur, and Charmander, uh -huh. I, I love the fire, baby. Yeah. 
fire, fire, fire. And that's oh, what it kind of boiled down to. I was just like, okay. But as I played uh, Titan Defense, it's such a good one for Titan Defense, or Frontier Defense, I mean, because I can shoot out these barrels and have enemies walk into it, and you're defending a certain point. So whatever point I decided to defend, I can like, shoot gas barrels out and set them on fire. And yeah. Scorch the hell out of them. But anyway, yeah. Um, and the salvo is just, he just slams the ground and fire brimstone goes everywhere. He's just a total badass. Yeah. And uh, I would. That's hard style right there. I, I think he is. Oh, yeah, dude. Real <laughs> hard style to the base, dog. Um, wave three, bitch. Let's go. Anyway, yeah, man. Probably. He's just my favorite, man. I, I loved uh, the machine gun guy. I kept it pretty simple in Titanfall 1. But you, you give me the fucking fire gun, I will take that shit and run. Yes. I want to be I want to be the flamethrower bastard. That's that, that's who I want to become, even in Call of Duty World War II, the game that I have reservations about that we're going to talk about later. We'll talk about that in this a podcast. little bit. Hashtag. That's okay, all I say, uh, Justin, Christian, what do y'all like about Titanfall 2 so far? Justin, I'll let you go first. Oh, well, thank you, Christian. I appreciate no it. No pressure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. All right, so to begin, since I am uh, the bargain central person, EA Access. Yeah. The reason I'm Where playing Titanfall 2. $5 a month for everybody that used to try EA Access, like me, almost two years ago. It has gotten so much better, I can confirm. It has. Also get Battlefield 1 on there, too. Battlefield 1. So, Battlefield 1 alone. God bless. Yeah, EA Access yes. is hard. Makes it worth it already. It does, bro. So, although the only game type I've literally played on Titanfall 2 is Frontier Defense, it is awesome. It's entertaining. It's new. It's refreshing. It's a break from other games. And it's fun to play with your again. bros. Yes, five dollars a month, guys. All you gotta pay. That's what I do. Just get the accent. And what's yeah. cool is I got to share. Like I owned Titanfall 2 and Battlefield 1. I got to share one of my buddies that came over for cookout. He has an Xbox One, and I was like, "Hey, man, I want to play Battlefield 1 uh, with you." And he's like, oh, "I don't have it, man." And I was like, "Dude, let me. I, dude, I have it on the Access. Let me give it to you." And I actually gave it to him to game together. So that's, that's what it's all about. Man. That's how the gamers court. And uh and Christian is up in this podcast, man, or or Dark Knight, buddy. Which is what he should change his gamer tag to Yeah, exactly. That is what your gamer tag should be. It really is. Anyway, uh I uh gave him my uh Titanfall two today because bro, I, I love playing with my bros, man, that's what it's all about. I I EA access, like Justin was saying, is is an absolute fucking bargain. Like it is bargain central. Yes. It is the it is the epitome of bargain central. And you get all the freaking sports games you want. You know, it's like one of those you might not think you want it, but once you start playing, oh, it's actually kind of fun. You know, all those too, man. It's it's a it's a bargain. EA sponsors. We just fuck you up. It's like where anyway, have you been uh, my whole life? Yeah. <laughs> EA, uh, our Patreon is patreoncom two bears, uh, two x bears. Um, come on, bitch, let's go. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. That's all I gotta say about it, man. It's, I'm, I'm so happy that we're able to game on games that I love. And Blake played some uh, Battlefront too. 
Which, uh, another thing with the access, if you get Battlefront 2 on the access, guess what? All the DLC is free on the access and Dragon Age Inquisition. By God, if you're a single player guy, there you go. You can hit all the DLC is free with that, too. Come on, man. It is a bargain. Come on. That's, that's a, if you get the access for $5 for at least one month, you can play with all of us and get on the Bro Night Podcast. Yeah. Come on. Bargain to I love it. But yeah, that's all I got with it, man. Well, Christian, as I do, oh and this is Christian's first day, literally, playing this game. What do you think so far, man? Besides the beta. Well, brother, like, uh, like Chase said, I am with y'all live through VA game disc, not EA Access, supplied by Chase Jones himself. But, um, <laughs> I have played the beta on, I played the beta, like, eons ago, it feels like. And I really loved it, and uh, I'm using the Legion Titan, which nice. makes me feel like George from Halo Reach, which nice, I love bro. really much. I love that. I love that um, reference. I love it. Yeah, baby. Hashtag R.I.P. Um, yeah. yeah, and I've always been a turret type man. I've used it on Halo 5 and other Halos back in Halo 4, the OG days of my gaming career. Middle, 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 guys. Um, yeah, heavy middle, heavy. And I'm really, I'm really addicted to this game already. I've been wanting to get it for a long time. I know my buddies are just like, bro, you need to go buy this game for rent or something. This is just, it's amazing. Like, campaign's amazing, everything's amazing. I was just like, well, shit, I gotta get, I gotta get this. And sadly, I cannot get it via EA Access since I am a 17-year-old teenager without a job at the moment. Juggle is real. But I'm really excited for what I can do in this game. Like, just climbing on the Titans and taking the shit off them and <laughs> running around. Awesome, bro. Running yeah, around. it's so fun. It's, uh, it's, I love the openness about it. It's not like, it's not like Call of Duty where it's just like you're enclosed into like one map. It's a huge map. You can climb on buildings. You know, you can snipe people too if you're a, if you are a phase or optic member. Shout out to Phase Agony. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for the, what I can do and, the upcoming games I can, the upcoming stuff I can do on here. That's awesome, bro. Okay, well, let's shift topics for just a second so we can get to our main topic of the night. But first, but wait, there's more. But first, let's let Justin, <laughs> who is our resident Apple fanboy, discuss yeah, his yeah. thoughts on the upcoming iPhone 8 and some rumors no. and news. Okay, we'll have to do a retry here. You know, we have we're, gonna, we're gonna do it this time, guys. We're gonna fucking do it. We get so much. Yes. Okay, this Let's is our first time playing this map. So iPhone. I don't even know what it called, honestly. Here's what I will say about Apple. Just I'll even start the topic. Absolute best company in the world on not telling you until when they want to tell you what the product is gonna be. People are saying it's iPhone 7X. People are saying it's iPhone 8. We just don't know what call it. I can't say the only iPhone 8S. Yes, exactly. 
The only possible reason it may be an actual iPhone 8 breaking tradition is because it is going to be the 10th iPhone that they released. So it may okay. be an RIP tribute to Steve Jobs. RIP, oh, yeah, man. RIP, RIP, RIP. To your Hindu ass. <laughs> yes. Some of the biggest rumors, and again, I want to reiterate, these are only rumors as it has been for the past 10 years, and usually about one out of the 30 rumors is true. So, with that, my, with that in mind, hopefully the one that will happen is the OLED fully functional screen. Completely get rid of the home button and just implement it into the screen, which will be absolutely lit. Is it supposed to be OLED? Has. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's one thing I'm Well, I just said about. OLED. But yeah, yeah, yeah that's like, going to be insane. OLED. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, yes, yeah, OLED. dude. <laughs> dude, that's one thing that... That's what all the people recommend you should go to if you're going to the Xbox One X is the OLED. Which I'm looking at the QLED. I'm like, holy shit, that's next level. It is insane. The OLED is beautiful, <laughs> bro. And for a phone, we already were like, holy shit, 1080p 60? Or 4K 30 on an iPhone? Yes. What? Now we're yeah. about to get fucking. Now we're about to get like OLED. Come on, bro. That, I'm not. I'm not hugely educated, but just from looking at the screens that I, I'm used to now, compared to a TV screen and knowing what an OLED screen on a TV looks like, I'm gonna be like, oh damn. Okay, next level shit right here. Yeah, yes, for absolutely. Sure. I'm excited. And it's insane what they can do on a phone. I mean, it just really is. Yes. That's exactly that right. be And I am confident that Apple is going to upgrade their software, especially the, not the oldest Apple TV, but the latest Apple TV that they've released with the memory storage. I believe they will have an update where you can have 4K support on that. They've already done the 3D Ooh. TV support up. In fact, the old one has 3D TV support as well. But I believe the 4K will be announced. Dude, I, I need, I need, good. well, they said that, they said yeah. that we need to bring 4K to uh, the monitor, because that's where everything's going. Everything. Uh, I, I did see that, yeah. and that's, man, hell, it's basically already there. I know that the story right now is, oh, man, people are dumping 4Ks faster than ever. Well, man, it's, dude, it, it, it is, it's happening every day, it's growing damn near exponentially, it seems like, and uh, yeah. I, I, I got lucky, and was blessed to get a TV that Best Buy for the 65 inch version of my TV. I have a 55 inch. The 65 inch is 99.99, so it's 999 bucks for the version I have. And I just have a 10 inch less. Got for 650 uh, because my dad is a veteran. We got to get to that. No Shout out all the vets out there. But yeah, we got to get it uh, on sale for like 650 in the airport place, which is freaking wonderful. Um, I got blessed and lucky, and honestly, I have an awesome brother and an awesome wife that hooks me up. And really, I just, at the time, it was just, oh, I want HDR gaming because I have a HDR console in the Xbox One S, which is awesome to have right now. Um, but uh, the One X is also going to be HDR, so I, without even knowing it, I'm kind of future-proof myself in a certain extent. But like uh, we were talking about OLEDs earlier, that is the next level, and it is now. Uh, OLEDs are now like probably around a thousand, whereas the QLEDs are like two thousand two hundred twenty-nine. They're up like there. a weird number. Yeah, <laughs> way too much for a TV for me. But the same TV in a year will probably be right at that thousand mark because that's yeah. like the way it's been going. 
Yeah, it all depends on how much they sell. I hope they are right about how fast they're selling, because, dude, that's how much that's gonna make them cheaper the more they sell. That's how TV's gonna work. Before we do close up with the Apple topic, I do want everybody to know the only thing that is definitely for certain, because Apple themselves have a release date, is September 12th will be the announcement date for the latest products, and it will definitely have the Ooh. phone in there. That's coming up soon, bro. September of the year. It is right around the corner. Cannot wait. It will be streamed, and then probably pre-order sales will be two or three days typically. Apple, that's well okay guys so ridiculous. that brings us to our main topic of the evening let's talk about that pod world war ii beta <laughs> okay so uh yeah so far you know mixed feelings there's pros and cons that i've seen mm. uh, i haven't even played it yet yeah, Christian hasn't got the play yet. Uh, Justin and I have. Chase has. We're gonna change this now. Yeah, and we're gonna probably play some yeah. more later if you wanna play with us or something. One at the core. Um, so, I think that you know it's it's fun as far as the action. I like the I love the new war mode. The new war mode is something cool. It's a breath yes. of fresh air for Call of Duty. So, represent on that. Um, that was a rough wave. I like the score streaks I've seen so far. This feels like the longest cool. match the Frontier Defense I've ever played. It really does, bro. Just throwing that out there. I don't know what the hell. <laughs> hey, we're on wave on. four right now. Let's go. Uh, they're turning back now. Yeah, so I think there has some, you know, they're pros. Chase, would you like to go on a mini rant about some things about it? <laughs> I, I won't call it a rant, man. <laughs> okay. I, like, I, when, whenever I talk about my feeling on this game, you have to understand. But uh, I looked at a lot of the new games that are coming out. I see yeah. the DirectX 12 and the new tech they've put into games. Uh, to me, I see called World War Two as lazy developing. Now I played it with y'all. You know, I played with all, everybody here and Noof tonight and, and one of his friends. Shout out to him. I can't remember the name. Um, Nova, but, uh, I think dude, it was. Yeah, 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 Nova. Yeah, like, um, played with all y'all and, 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 dude, played war mode, war mode tonight and that was absolutely fun. But, I will uh, it's a big but. It feels like an arcade mode. It yeah. feels like an arcade game. It feels like a $40 game that I'm, since it has Call of Duty in front of it, I gotta pay $60 for um, I had no fun on domination. I actually just got killed a lot and didn't enjoy myself. But every time I didn't enjoy myself on top of that, I had a bad taste in my mouth from the graphics. I was just like, the character yeah. models look like Xbox 360 character models. They look like crap, bro. They, they, they look terrible. I'm like, dude, why would I put money into a game? that I think looks like crap when there's games that are already out that I can still put money into look great and I have a lot actually a lot more fun to do a lot better at on you know like kind of that that's mm -hmm. my overall take on that yeah um but we've got a little tonight, we all played war mode together and it was really fun it felt like rush but guess what I could play rush on battlefield one and have a blast compared to that and actually do good and be top of my leaderboard you know whereas 
I will sacrifice that to play with friends. I feel like I've, I've proved that uh, through my gameplay and through the games that I have played that I've not been good at in the past and games that I have been good at. Um, but I just don't know so far, man. I, I, I got... I kind of look forward to playing more of it. I do think yeah. I've done a lot more games. I did only play like, you know, a little bit over an hour of it, but it really was because it left such a bad taste in my mouth. I didn't want to play more than an hour of it. And it sounds terrible. And I, I am, I'm not one of those stereotypical, oh, Call of Duty. I'm not the other Call no, of Duty. Yeah. I'm not that typical fan. I like Call of Duty for what it is. It's a fun little game. I love kill streaks. Hey, y'all got to take out those mortars over there, by the way. Um, but, uh, I, you know, I love I'm the on game. It. Um, as far as... as no, I'm not duty. on it. Uh, but I do think that they've taken a step back in an unhealthy way. People, Call of Duty is so used to consumers being so dumb. Yeah, that Literally, everything's okay. I have a scale that I use on every game. And I go, M, and I try to be simple. Like, I, I really break down a lot of graphics. I really do think graphics are important. But ultimately, I always tell myself, am I having fun? And not only were the graphics shitty, but I was not having fun. Tonight, that was different. I was actually enjoying it. That's awesome. I do think there's some frame rate issues with the beta. I did have fun. I, yeah. So that made me go from going, like, I'm never going to get this game to, okay, man, I am going to at least, I will get a game for a game mode. I love game modes. I love good games. Hell, I buy Battlefield One to play contests. You know what I mean? So I will. Yeah. I will buy a game for that. Um, but so far, it needs to show me a little. I hope everybody's right on the fact that since it's a beta, it's not as pretty as yeah, it's going to look. Yeah, I think that's a big. But I do issue. think, I do think that's not true. I think I've heard otherwise that the the game we got to stop this new time. Quick, fast, yes. and hurry, fellas. Um, but we do need to take that into consideration. Completely, 100% agree with that. Yeah. But I will say that my um, scale or my uh, your standard. I don't know my my standard of a game. Yeah. Thank you. My standard of a game is a little high because of so many great games that were made yeah. in the past few years. Yes. From Halo 5 to even Black Ops 3, if we're talking about strictly Call of Duty, Black Ops 3 is a game that was really rough when it started, but got better. And I'm hoping that this is what World War II is going to be. Um, I hope so too, man. I, whereas Modern Warfare is a You know, I think they're relying way, way, way too much on, hey, we have boots to the ground cost. I think they're, that is a selling point for them now. Instead of a reason to make a good boost to the ground cod, yeah. and I'm worried about that. Well, that's a that's marketing. I mean, that's just like a buzzword. Yes. Now, because yes. you know they know people it's like 4K want is a buzzword. Heck, yeah, I do want that, but yeah. I don't want that at the cost of good graphics, good assets, good gameplay. You know, I mean. Well, we gotta hold them to. We gotta hold them. There's a way to do it without sounding like an asshole. Yeah. But we do have to be like, we're the consumer. Hey, yeah. bro, you're making the product for us. Just to let you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? That we're spending yep. our hard-earned money on your product. Yeah. If we're, that's all I gotta say. We we want what we can get out of it. You know, we want we want this to be a game that we can play like all day, every day, for years to come. 
Yeah, that's you know. what Call of Duty is supposed to be. Exactly. I mean, you're supposed to put many, many hours into it. That's yeah. what it is. Amen and glory. For those that don't know, Two Bears is an, is an absolute cod beast, no matter what it's Call of Duty ridiculous. is. So, Thank go ahead and tell us kind of your viewpoint. He is Captain Price's son. Yeah, so well, your, um, I think that if you're if you're going to play the beta, um, do, you know, so you can see what it's what's up. And I think that for me, and I know Justin said this too, unlocking some different weapons has helped. And I'm ready to unlock some different score streaks as well. And you can use the Molotov score streak earlier even than the recon plane, I believe. And uh, so if you're starting this out and the struggle's yes. real, that would be a good recommendation. Uh, but also, I've found that the Type 100 is pretty incredible and you can use that on the airborne division Maybe unlock it yeah unlock the unlock that on the airborne division smg and uh you can attach a silencer if you like to be sneaky sometimes i do sometimes i don't but uh that has helped me a lot and also my uh two cents just to help you play better is to take your time like and that's any slow down baby. yeah you don't want to rush into the battle especially in that game because let me tell you the time to kill in there is ridiculously fast for core um in my opinion something they might look at even yeah and uh that helped me play a lot better like my first few matches i didn't like it i was like i don't know about this at all um and then you i'm saying hey i'm gonna turn in my pre-order and refund the game yeah yeah and i i was kind of disillusioned you know and i'm, I'm not necessarily 100 you know the opposite of that yet but i've had a lot more fun once i unlocked some classes once i got the feel down once i kind of settled down a little bit i've actually started to enjoy it because i like to do good on games I'm, you know i just i mean who doesn't you know <laughs> i like to do that's, good. I mean, that's I think, part of my problem as well yeah and my friends I think challenge me so. it's cool. yeah i think if you're gonna have uh if you're gonna have fun on a game, you have to grind first off, because because a lot of I know a lot of, with a lot of Call of Duty games. With me starting out of like I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go get like uh, 30 kills right off the bat, but like like the first game I get, like I was a noob because middle, middle, it middle. takes it takes a while for you to get used to everything, reaction times, the controls, you know, because it is a boots in the ground game. And I know, if you've seen a lot of our streams, we've played Black Ops 3 a lot. And we're so used to flying around in the air, jumping over people, and, you know, ninjaing people, how we're so used to playing these days. Gotta kill those new guys in the middle, guys. We need, we need one of y'all to the left. Yeah, no, that's a good point, though. And that, that's what I'm trying to tell people, like, take your time, and it's, it's, a, it's a fun game once you get in. The war mode is really cool and different. Like, they've kind of, I think they've taken, you know, objective-based ideas from games like Overwatch, which we also love. If y'all want to see us play that again, let us know. Um, and I think they've taken divisions from, like, a battlefield kind of idea. So it's really unique. Like, it's, I'm excited to see the headquarters... Social well, space. technically, uh, COD Infinite Warfare kind of had that too, so I think it's more of that. Yeah, in a way. Yes. Yeah. Christian, you got anything to say before I lay down the wall? 
Well, with Cod World 2, I've seen a lot of videos, and I know it's a, uh, a different type of game um, that we're all used to, because when we think about boots in the ground, we the first thing that comes to mind is Modern Warfare, Black Modern Ops, Warfare, yeah. Black Ops 2, Modern and Modern all those popular games that we know and love today. But, uh, I think I love the new, like, way they're taking on is just... Okay, Ooh, we're not gonna, gonna we're not gonna create another version of like of the uh, advanced just game. Just like, get those new times, Like we're not gonna be like, oh, let's make an even more advanced game than Infinite Warfare or Black Ops Three or all that stuff like that. They're just like, oh, like we're gonna we're making a boots on the ground game. And we're gonna have our take on a boots on the ground game because we all remember advanced warfare. We all played that. That was their advanced type game, and I love the campaign on that too. Thirty-five percent, guys. No more retry. But we got one retry. I think they're just they're just trying to see like we're hey, it too close to our this is our guys. version of a boots in the ground game. Yeah. I think that that we're all this kind of misjudged a little bit because it is a beta. And like Justin made this statement earlier, it's like they have Three released enemies, all of all of the game. I think it has more to offer yeah, than I think it so has too. in the beta. Because like I said, I've heard they, yeah, have, I agree they have a little bit of a campaign. I've heard um, a little you bit can't of a Oh, just because it's not it's gonna be a great game either. No. Exactly. And that's yeah, what we're figuring out. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, what we're you gotta trying to say is, sometimes it might don't be good judge for people to go, I'm not buying your game, so that it'll be better. Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. Higher capabilities. Oh, actually, update your fucking uh, engine, because it's yeah. outdated by like 10 years. Their engine, I've been saying since. Look at what Frostbite 3 is doing with Madden freaking 18. And Battlefield 4, Battlefield 1, Battlefield Hardline. Look what it's doing with those games. Yes. Look what you're doing with yours. Come on, dude. You, you, you can do better. Period. What we're trying to say is don't judge a game based upon it's called Call of Duty. Judge it off of how it works. Well, Justin, did like, you have anything else that you wanted to Justin, say Justin, I know you wanted to lay the righteous fucking smack down, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, excuse my own inches. Gonna give it to you. Uh-oh. No. Make my ears bleed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Here, everybody, turn down the mic a little bit. Let's let him you. go, yeah. and then we'll finish it out, boys. That's right. Absolutely. So, in all seriousness, I have pre-ordered every single Call of Duty game except for four because, thanks to Blake and Chase, I've been introduced to Call of Duty several, several years ago. This is the yeah. first year where I've not pre-ordered it. That's the reason why is because. I just kind of took a step back and was like, why am I pre-ordering this when I have not fully enjoyed the past, really, three games of Call of Duty that they've yeah. released? It's just kind of a constant cycle. One thing, which I'm just going to fairly say so that way we can save it for our next podcast, is Battlefront 2. I'm absolutely stoked about mm -hmm. it. In fact, it's be lit. I, re I regret getting Black Ops 3 because it pulled me away from the first Battlefront. I truly believe if I was... Done with that cycle of, okay, another Call of Duty's coming out, I'm getting it. If I was done with that cycle, I still, I actually believe I would 
he'll probably be playing Battlefront today, and the reason why is because it's hands down, as Chase was talking about earlier, actually having fun again. That game was complete fun. Every it's single match fun. I played, it was awesome. So I'm excited. That's to gonna see be the next broadcast game. They're gonna bring. Let's do it. Absolutely. And we'll talk I'm about Battlefront to see what too. They're gonna That's bring too. I love it. Battlefront, yes, absolutely. Yep. And Battlefront, I'm excited about it. Good topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's gonna be my main focus this year, along with every single Assassin's Creed yes. I played. I will have to play Origins, Origins. too. But Looks oh, sexy. Yes. That. as Blake yeah. said, that could be too, a good topic well, too. <laughs> if you truly want to change a game, especially a huge title like Call of Duty, stop buying it. You Unfortunately, have, I don't think that's gonna happen <laughs> no. unless people just get so fed up with the next over the next two years of how the games are, which I'm seeing on Twitter and stuff. People actually are. Uh, like Chase said, I mean, getting out. Mm -hmm. you just gotta they're, get people to stop on it. Yeah, I mean, like Chase said, I mean, they're used to gamers just kind of mindlessly buying it and just because it has that name on it. And but I tell you what, people are starting to branch out, and a lot of games are becoming higher quality, like in their graphic fidelity. Like a lot of games are stepping it up big time. So I think that you know removing the veil from your eyes if you will like i think people are going to start saying man this really is not up to you know today's like look and today's feel and standard of graphics and yeah i think that's going to affect the market so but uh you cut out a little bit Blake. Oh, okay well we're about to close this down okay well you got a random topic. i have a th okay yeah I have a topic to throw in um that's okay. been huge on the twitter sphere um, as I call it, and it is the topic of 4K30 versus 1080 60. Okay. Um, oh boy. 60. Okay. 60 frames per second. This is my opinion on it. 60 frames per second is always better than 30 in some ways. It's a beautiful look. It makes the game look beautiful in some ways, especially like the open world type games. Well, as we get closer to the Xbox One X, a lot of these games are getting, kind of like with the PS4 Pro, are getting 4K 30 and 60 FPS options. Whereas on the PS4 Pro, it's going to be checkerboard 40 or 4K most of the time. Yeah. But on Xbox One X, it's actually native. And then with uh, Assassin's Creed Origins, it's going to be checkerboard 4K but it's going to be a dynamic scale to all the way to the max 4K. It's probably never going to actually drop from 4K. I think if I'm going to see 4K, I've bought into 4K, right? Um, I might actually... Because I'm going to get the high to ultra settings in 4K. I'm going to have beautiful draw distances. I'm going to have beautiful pixels oh, where I think gorgeous. Assassin's Creed will be so smooth... I'm not going to see all these particles popping out from the stretched image or the bigger image since it'll be native 4K. It's yeah. going to slap me in the face from what I'm used to as a console gamer. Um, however, for like Justin, he loves his TV. He's got an amazing refresh rate. Uh, he's going to get the game. If he had the One X, he could do a 1080p 60 frames option where he won't have that on the, the One X. But I'm sure it will be at least good enough for optimization speaking because okay. they're always really good at optimizing games 
But mm-hmm. if let's say he gets the One X, he has a 1080p 240 screen. He will be able to play 1080 almost ultra settings at 60 frames in a big open world game. Dude, I tell you what, even though I'm leaning towards 4K 30 now, I'm going to look at both of them when I get that game yeah. on the One X. And I'm going to see which one I like better. Open world games that I've seen on YouTube and stuff that run at 60 will melt your fucking face just as much as 4K does. And if they're both ultra settings, why not? You know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, 1080p is a good resolution to be native at. Um, especially if you're an Xbox gamer and you are used to 720-900, you know, and maybe 1080 if you play Forza. Now it's going to be... 4K 60 if you play Forza. There are over 60, I think 64 titles that are going to be 4K 60 on the Xbox One X, which is awesome. Um, but it's not every title. Um, but I am really looking forward to playing Assassin's Creed Origins in both and seeing which ones are going to absolutely melt. I mean, I'm sure the sheer picture quality of 4K 30 is going to melt my face, but the 1080 60 might do the same thing in a different way so it's going to have me as a nerd i'm going to look at both and thoroughly enjoy playing on both and that's Absolutely. that's pretty much all i got to say that's okay. that's a little topic that i kind of that's been kind of relevant lately that i i wanted to kind of give my yeah man on. i appreciate that bro we always love knowing Absolutely. what's going on and in it the helps clear it up too Absolutely. And uh, we're going to wrap it up real quick, but we always like to have a reco. I think Justin has a reco for, sure for yes. us. I was about to say, before you wrap it up, like we got to give our viewers something free, as we always do. Yes. We always plan to. Let's do or at it. least what they can go to. Dick get free. So this week, yes, absolutely. <laughs> you can find those on. No, I'm just kidding. So for all you gamers, <laughs> if you eat like I do, you always want free food. If you have a Kroger's in your area, download the Kroger's app every Friday, a free item. And be their chips, candy, drink, nice. whatever it may be. You don't even have to purchase anything. Download the app, go inside the store, scan the item. And life is like you're shoplifting, but it's all legal. Guys, you can't beat that. I'm doing man. that tomorrow on Labor Day. I'm off hey, to Kroger. Y'all just inspired me. I have a reco. <laughs> That I didn't even remember until now because of Justin. Free, free, free. Okay, if you go to Chick Fil A, yes. guys, right now, you download. Oh God, the app. you're speaking my love language. Yeah, boy, glory. You download that Chick Fil A app. Might hit that up later. You get a free Grande Scrambler Bowl, which is incredible. Oh my God! So, Are you so this is the breakfast burrito. Go, yeah, go, go. Make your local Chick Fil A happy tomorrow, and go make yourself happy. You can't beat that. You can't go wrong. Yes. Free don't go Chick-fil-A. Yeah, don't or go. And hey, tomorrow's Monday, and there are a lot of people <laughs> off for Labor Day. Let's do it. Okay, so anyway, in closing, I want to thank you guys for tuning in with us tonight. And if you're watching it later on YouTube, you are awesome. And uh, whether you're returning you. or it's your first time, mad love. And uh, thanks for joining us for episode two of the Bro Night Podcast. It was a blast. Bro Chase, night. Justin, Christian, thanks for rocking the cast with me tonight. Yeah, baby. I am the night. Yeah. <laughs> if you liked it, be sure Dude, to let us fun. know on Twitter or Facebook at all caps two lowercase x all caps bears. 
like, subscribe, and comment on YouTube. If you like on, what you, if you like what we're doing, and want to support us, come follow on. the Patreon link on YouTube, guys. So come back and watch us live next weekend. Until then, have an unbearable amount of fun. This is Two Bears and Bros roaring away. Ah.